Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This morning, a champion on and off the court. Dylan Alcott named Australian of the Year. I love my disability. It is the best thing that ever happened to me. Green and gold, the Opera House sales light up as we celebrate what it means to be Aussie on Australia Day. COVID rules extended in New South Wales, another month of masks as boosters catch up. Bring new details in the Charlize Mutton murder case, detectives reveal how the little girl died. And unstoppable Ash, the Aussie books her place in the semi-finals. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Tennis legend and disability advocate Dylan Alcott has been named our 2022 Australian of the Year. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. This was an emotional victory. Yes, it was, Jody. And, and Dylan Alcott becomes the first person with a disability to be awarded the Australian of the Year. The 31-year-old Paralympian was honoured not only for his achievements on the tennis court with 23 wheelchair grand slams to his name, but also for his tireless disability advocacy. In 2017, he founded the Dylan Alcott Foundation to provide scholarships to marginalised Australians with a disability. He accepted the award last night with his trademark humour, telling the audience he didn't think he he was in with the shot to win until he saw, quote, the really good-looking ramp. I sit here as a proud man with a disability tonight. I love my disability. It is the best thing that ever happened to me. It really is. And I'm so thankful for the life that, that I get to live. 71-year-old Val Dempsey was named Senior Australian of the Year for her more than 50 years of dedication to St John Ambulance. Young Australian of the Year went to Dr Daniel Noor. The 26-year-old's not-for-profit Streetside Doctors provides medical help for the homeless. Shana Wan is this year's local hero. She was recognised for her charity work changing the conversation around alcohol in the bush. The nation's richest woman, Gina Reinhart, was appointed an Officer of the Order of Australia, while singer Delta Goodrum was named a member of the Order of Australia, along with basketballer Paddy Mills and swimmer Emma McKeon. Jody, Some amazing recipients. OK, thanks, Rob. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has received a frosty reception from the outgoing Australian of the Year, Grace Tame. The prize winner appeared to give the Prime Minister a side-eye after an awkward handshake on her last official day in the role. The exchange occurred during a morning tea at the lodge. Ms Tame later posed for a photo with opposition leader Anthony Albanese, who described her advocacy against sexual assault as extraordinary. 
Sydney Harbour's iconic monuments lit up overnight ahead of Australia Day. The iconic sails of the Opera House and the Sydney Harbour Bridge were illuminated in Australian imagery in preparation for the national holiday. Major events will go ahead across the country despite the threat of Omicron. An Australia Day live concert kicking off tonight in the Opera House forecourt. New South Wales has extended its mask mandate by a month as authorities work to prevent another flare-up in cases. The two-square-metre rule, QR check-ins and a ban on singing and dancing in pubs and clubs will stay in place until February 28. This is a, a cautious approach, a safe and measured approach as we move through um, this next phase. In Victoria, cases rose to nearly 15,000 yesterday and the state recorded a further 29 deaths. That's despite predictions the Omicron wave has already peaked. Detectives investigating the murder of Charlize Mutton have revealed distressing new details of how the nine-year-old's life was tragically cut short. She died after suffering a gunshot wound, with new security video showing how her remains were driven across Sydney. Officers are searching for the gun and hoping for more vital evidence from the public. According to police, this is vision of a stepdad caught carrying out the darkest of deeds. Having allegedly shot his nine-year-old stepdaughter, detectives say Justin Stein is driving this red Holden Colorado ute around Sydney, trying to dispose of her remains. Crucial evidence as they piece together a timeline for the final hours of Charlize's young life. It's hard to talk about, it's hard to um, think about. A post-mortem confirming how the young girl died. She um, suffered a fatal gunshot wound. I'm still heavily shocked, I still haven't really processed that yet. They still don't know why. The motive isn't clear, but police have re-interviewed her mother. We're treating her as a witness. The evidence all suggests that uh, Justin uh, uh, Stein is the only person uh, responsible for the murder. The ute was first spotted at a service station just before 6pm on January 13. The boat and tray covered over, perhaps to conceal the plastic barrel and its tragic contents. As alluded to, the boat has been um, covered up, but um, when you see the CCTV footage, there's also a tarp on the back of the ute. Just after 7pm, police say this is Justin Stein again driving at Dremoyne. Then minutes later, he heads to a boat ramp. Early the following morning, police say Stein made another attempt to offload the barrel, stopping at the Windsor boat ramp for 10 minutes. He then headed to the Colo River jetty before finally dumping the drum on the edge of a road. These timings and locations, especially in the early hours of the morning, would have been unusual. Yesterday, the search continued for both a murder weapon... Small calibre um, firearm and a location where she was shot. Homicide detectives are working on a theory that because she was found in a barrel from his family's Mount Wilson property, she may well have been killed there too. Edwina Bartholomew, 7 News. Mark McGowan has been ordered to leave Western Australia for an appearance in a Sydney court next month. The WA Premier and his Attorney-General are both expected to give evidence at a defamation trial involving billionaire Clive Palmer. He had applied to be excused from appearing in person to avoid having to self-quarantine for 14 days when he returns to WA, but that has been turned down. 
Teachers in South Australia have given the government a 48-hour ultimatum to come up with a better plan to manage COVID in the classroom. Otherwise, they'll strike on the first day of school. Almost two-thirds of all union members supported industrial action in a ballot yesterday after their attempts to delay the start of the school year were rebuffed. They're calling for a better offer by tomorrow morning. There's been a major setback for our tsunami relief mission to Tonga. 23 personnel are infected with COVID on HMAS Adelaide, which is on its way with critical aid. Tonga is COVID-free and has been adamant about keeping the virus out, even at the expense of aid. Our ship will either stand off or it can port offload the equipment that's there. We can do that in a contactless way. Defence officials are working with the Tongan government on the next steps, but have guaranteed not to compromise the country's strict protocols. Fans have returned to the Australian Open wearing Where Is Peng Shui t-shirts after the controversial ban was reversed. Tennis Australia made the embarrassing U-turn following international pressure and criticism from tennis players past and present. The shirts are being worn to draw attention to the Chinese tennis star who has rarely been seen in public since accusing a senior official of sexual assault. It's a, it's a huge victory. It's a huge victory for free speech. It's a huge victory for Peng Shui, who continues to be missing and we continue to speak up for her. Tennis Australia says the shirts are allowed as long as there is no disruption to the event. They're able to hunt down missiles and they fly five times faster than the speed of sound. Brisbane is home to a secret lab researching groundbreaking defence technology and it's already tested Australia's first hypersonic drone. Inside these walls at Eagle Farm, military mines are at work. A breakthrough so closely guarded, we're not even allowed through the front door. I see this precinct as showing that Australia has the maturity to be able to contribute and create real deterrence. It's researching hypersonic technology with the aim to build drones capable of travelling five times faster than the speed of sound, skimming the stratosphere to hunt down long-range missiles like these. To target any location on the planet. The lab has successfully completed Australia's first test shot by generating true hypersonic flight conditions inside at a large scale. We have great confidence in our ability to make vehicles that really do um, withstand those conditions. The technology developed here says the government will give Australia the ability to strike back should anything similar ever be used against us. We want to be able to use the research here and the collaboration uh, to look at ways in which this technology could provide uh, a, a defensive capability for us. An ambitious target. Alexandra Cullen, 7 News. These days, most city kids would be lucky to know the words to click go the shears, but now they're being urged to take up the clippers and earn a living as a sheep shearer. There's a severe shortage, according to New South Wales farmers, and it's one job that needs to be done by hand. The TAFE shearing course is free. It's hard yakka, but we're told the money is good. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading down this morning. The Nasdaq is lower. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords lost ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,849 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 85 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.43 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says he welcomes a police probe into a series of lockdown gatherings at Downing Street, including, as it turns out, his own birthday party. It's understood as many as 30 people attended. I believe this will help to give the public the clarity it needs and help to draw a line under matters. The investigation comes as a major political blow for the PM, who's already facing calls to resign. Blizzards have caused traffic chaos and forced flights to be grounded in Greece. Scores of drivers were left stranded overnight on a highway, some abandoning their vehicles and walking home. Police have been warned to people rather have been warned to limit their movements in the sub-freezing temperatures. The snowstorm also cut power to some areas, knocking out heating systems. Drug maker Pfizer is testing a new vaccine which specifically targets the Omicron variant. Let's go live to Tim Lester in our US bureau. Good morning, Tim. Trials are already underway. Good morning, Jody. Yes, indeed. Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech have enlisted, they say, up to 1,420 people and have just begun administering doses of a new, more targeted vaccine based on their mRNA vaccine that we all know about um, for the Omicron variant. Already their CEO had spoken of this desire to have an Omicron-specific vaccine, even though he and the company is not yet sure the world will need it. There has been a fair degree of success with the mRNA vaccines boosted, um, defending against at least severe illness in those who've got the boosters uh, from the Omicron variant. Nonetheless, they're pressing ahead with this study, hope to have results by mid-year um, in case there is a need for a further vaccine. At this stage, that's not yet completely sure. And also the other mRNA vaccine maker uh, here in the United States, Moderna, uh, is expected to press ahead with a trial of its own Omicron vaccine version uh, starting within days. Jody. OK, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. Here's a story which is sure to make every parent wince. A toddler has accidentally racked up a bill of almost $2,500 while playing on his mum's phone. The little boy went on a Walmart spending spree, buying chairs, flower stands and various other household items. His parents had no idea what he'd done until the packages started arriving at their door and it's led to a seemingly endless stream of deliveries. All quite bulky too. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
To sport and a dominant Ash Barty is into the Australian Open semi-finals for the second year in a row. The world number one peeled off the last nine games in a row to beat 21st seed Jessica Pagula in straight sets. Barty will face American Madison Keys for a place in the final. Seventh seed Matteo Berrettini's epic five-set win over Gael Monfils was stopped for over a minute due to unruly fans. He will face Rafael Nadal in the semis, who survived his own five-setter to a furious Denis Shapovalov, who claimed the 20-time Grand Slam winner is favoured by the umpires. Australia has rested Mitch Marsh and David Warner for the upcoming T20 series against Sri Lanka. Just a week after breaking her jaw, Aussie batter Beth Mooney is a chance to play in the Women's Ashes Test in Canberra. She's been medically cleared to play, but will wait until training today to make a call. The match is live on 7 from Thursday morning. The Sydney Sixers and Adelaide Strikers face off tonight for a place in the Big Bash final against the Perth Scorchers. You can watch it live here on 7. The Brisbane Lions have their AFLW Premiership defence back on track after a thumping 35-point win, win over Carlton. After an opening round loss to Adelaide, the Lions were on song from the opening bounce on the Gold Coast, leading at every break. Country Queensland team Zamorle Farquharson starred on debut for Brisbane, but the win was soured by a potentially serious ankle injury to Taylor Smith. Sydney FC came from behind twice to draw an entertaining big blue against the Melbourne Victory. Trying to extend their lead on top of the A-League ladder, the Victory twice took the lead through Ben Falami and Robbie Cruz. But the Sky Blues wouldn't let their arch rivals escape with three points. And they are back on level terms. And it's Bobo, the experienced man. Sydney snatching a late two-all draw. A powerhouse display from boomer Mitch Creek led the southeast Melbourne Phoenix to an 87-77 win over the Cairns Taipans in the NBL. The Northern Queenslanders were rusty in their first game in almost a month due to COVID postponements, but Creek was on fire with 26 points and 8 rebounds. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough will continue moving eastwards, bringing showers and storms to parts of the country's southeast. Around the capitals today, a shower or two for Brisbane, heading for a top of 28 degrees. Partly cloudy, 27 the top in Sydney. Partly cloudy also in Canberra with a top of 29. A possible shower, 35 the top in Melbourne. A shower or two in Hobart, 21. 31 and humid in Adelaide today. Sunny and 30 degrees in Perth. And a possible storm, 33 degrees in Darwin.